The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can get a nice 100x payout. That is 5 to 500 in one game. <laughs> Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000 in promos. Look, use that promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy and get a nice 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bet, sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And plus, the NBA is so back. <laughs> the NBA is back, and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. We are giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for the details. Yes, sir. We are back with uh, a full game breakdown of this NBA slate. NBA Gambling Podcast, you know me, know the voice of the guy. It's me, really real villain, real to real from Virginia, here at your service. Come to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. And when I'm not dropping, you know, a five to one same game parlay hitter in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, if you didn't get in there. And we were, I mean, I just don't know how KCP is the best three point shooter on the team and he only takes three threes. I'm telling you, if he took, if he doubled that, we hit that 60 to one. We were one KCP three away, but we did hit a five to one. Just dropped it in Discord I, and, you know, had a good time. Shout out to, my homegirl Trista Crick, we uh, tag team that one together from the Bet MGM Tonight crew, and yeah, Lakers are still gonna Laker, and the Warriors third quarter is still an autoplay. Scott Studio Rochelle, people. Scott, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Uh, look, look. Whoa, Scott. Hey, man. I'm a bit distracted because there's a car horn going on outside, which is kind of like okay. messing up my concentration. But that's the excuse I'm going to use. Uh, but either way, looking forward to a full slate of games. <sighs> to be fully honest, my uh, yeah, my picks yesterday were uh, no bueno. They were they were not good at all. Uh, I'll just be fully honest there. Uh, that did not work out at all. Uh, I gave the Lakers some credit. I thought they would hang around a little bit because I had questions about Denver's bench. And then Denver's bench absolutely just destroyed the Lakers bench for some reason. I don't know why that happened, but the Lakers were getting killed. They made it interesting. <laughs> they couldn't miss a shot. They, they didn't miss a shot. Shots. It was it was rough. I swear, every open rough. three, every open three that happened, I was looking. I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's yep. good. <laughs> every single time. But the Lakers were getting killed early. They ended up every time they cut it to like six or even three. The Nuggets just went on an immediate run, and the game was over. That's just kind of how it went. But the Lakers had a shot, kind of, in the beginning of the fourth quarter. didn't work out. The Warriors game just annoyed me because of the injury report. Because there are rumors that Beal was not going to play. Then maybe he was going to play an hour before the game. Booker was a no. And then it was, well, you know what? I'll try 50-50. I'm going to see how I feel. I'm going to try to play. Scores 21 points in the first quarter. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm sure your toe was bothering you with 21 points in the first quarter. And then the Warriors came back third quarter. Then they were up eight in the fourth, and it fell apart. So you can make an argument that even though both my plays didn't work out, there were opportunities for one of those, if not both, to cash, but unfortunately did not work out. Suns took over the fourth quarter. Eric Gordon and Akogi really hit the dagger shots for me. That, that was just unfortunate, but yeah, it happens. Uh, Warriors, we can talk about big picture, but it's not looking great for them in terms of title contention because Clay is going to clay, and they still can't score. Oh, boo. It was just one game. I'm still in. Well, I'm not in on the Warriors for a title, but I'm in on them having a great regular season. Let's get I, to the slate. Playoffs. I, I'm in for playoffs fully competing. It's the same issue as oh, last yeah. year. They don't, they don't have enough reliable scores besides Curry. Oh, yeah. I have no idea how I can get behind anybody that's not named the Phoenix Suns to win the title this year. I I, I had that in or the Denver? Or no Denver or no Denver. No, I'm still not sold on Denver's bench. 
That I think the Lakers just yeah Lakers, but uh, still sold on Golden State being a great regular season team. Like a mate, I I'm sold on them being an amazing regular season team. All right. <laughs> I mean, let's just go ahead and get out the way. The Boston Celtics are traveling to the Mecca of basketball to play New York Knicks. Celtics are a road favorite, laying three and a half. 223 and a half is the total. 225 and a half is where that opened at. I am going to let Scott sit here and tell you why he's probably taking the Celtics in this spot. And then I'm going to probably agree with the majority of the things he say. And then I'm going to take the Knicks. So, Scott, why are you taking the Celtics today? I thought everybody brings their best game when they go to MSG. We just saw Jordan yeah. Poole drop 40 in a preseason game. That is true. But I do think the Celtics on paper, once again, we all know how much I dislike Missoula as a coach. I feel like that's well documented. Most people don't like Missoula as a coach. Having said that, I do think the Celtics are the much better team. Now, the Knicks, I do think, will be a good team. I'm picking them to go over their win total. I think they're what? probably finishing in the, like, the fourth seed or so. I like the Knicks. I think they have a good roster on paper. I guess the question that I have, though, is you have Brunson, who, of course, is still a very solid player. Randall goes AWOL every now and then. And I do think that Porzingis' length can give Randall problems. I guess what I'm asking is, do you think the Knicks supporting cast is good enough to somewhat match what Boston supporting cast is? Because on paper, Boston has the better, what, second option, third option, and fourth option? And probably first Mm -hmm. option, because Tatum's better than Brunson. So I just think based on the top-heavy... I'd say advantage that the Celtics have. I'm going to link to the Celtics here. I know that he can make an argument that the Knicks are at home and the crowd's going to be into it. And I remember they double, they won a double overtime game against the Celtics. I forgot if that was last year or two years ago or whatever. But I do think looking at this overall spot, the Celtics are the much better team on paper. And I do think that this team, I'm not going to overreact to preseason, but the Celtics looked really good. I think that chemistry issues might be a bit overblown for this team, uh-huh. and I do think that defensively they'll be able to clamp down. I'm personally going to go with the Celtics minus three and a half. It was not as easy as you might have thought. I, I really was going back and forth, but we talk about this all the time, and you bring it up. MSG can sometimes be a home court disadvantage because oh, other teams bring their best Story game. Prince gave us – was it 30? He had like eight what? threes and 30 points. He actually what? played well like, yesterday. Shout he missed one Prince, shot. But- Still, and, and you know, you know, as soon as I saw that, like, saw the starting lineup, I said, "Are you serious? They really started Torian Prince, and then he could he proceeds to he go off." And I'm just like, well, like eight yeah. of nine from three. It was disgusting, but still, I'm gonna go with the Celtics. Ugh. I think it's gonna be close, but I just trust the Celtics more to actually score on a regular basis. I still have some questions with the Knicks supporting cast. You know, you make some very, very good points about the Knicks, about their supporting cast, and the Celtics very well should probably win this game. Um, expected to projected to be the top seed in the West, not West, in the East, I'm sorry, in the East. <laughs> I'm taking the Knicks. <laughs> I'm taking the Knicks. Like, everybody's on the Celtics today. Like, literally. Yeah, you also have a reputation today. of fading the uh, Celtics when everybody loves them. So, hey man, you know, I mean, them. it's worked out for you. I'm just saying. I, I was about to say, like, I'm, I, if it ever got to a point where I was losing money, you know, either not betting or fading the Celtics, I would stop doing it. But I haven't started losing money yet. And so, you know, here goes another road favorite spot for the Celtics. And honestly, truly, I mean, I think the Knicks, I think the Knicks are going to be trash, but I'm also a Knicks fan. Really? So, yeah, I'm curious why you think they're going to be bad. I, I actually like what they did during. I the just think season. they don't. I don't think they. I don't think that they're like nothing good ever happens to the Knicks. And okay, so. so it's based on your franchise being cursed, not based on the actual moves or the actual roster. Yeah, I know I you're mean, probably I think, anti-Julius Randle long okay. term, but I think the roster is okay. But like people come to the Knicks and then just stop. Like that's what happens. I thought, I thought that's like the LeBron move. I thought all the people go there and they're bad. Yeah, I mean it's LeBron and it's the Knicks. Okay. I like the DiVincenzo move, though. I think him and Josh Hart are going to be a solid tandem, off the either yeah. off the bench or just as a glue guy type of combo. I, would, I, think I would that's hope, solid. I would hope. They don't have DiVincenzo props up. I would have played that tonight. You know, first game in Madison Square Garden. Give him the Madison Square Garden boost. Not too many Knicks get the Madison Square Garden boost. Uh, so, so what, as so I was trying you, to figure so out... What, I was going to say, your case is the Celtics being massive public darlings and you just want to fade the public, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. 
I, I just don't. I, I mean, come on. Like, if I, I'm telling you right now, if I put a bet in on the Celtics, then you, sh- everybody should slam Nick's money line. Like, so I'm just not going to, I'm just not interested in this game. I think all. I'm taking the long approach for the Celtics. I'm not picking them to win the title, but I do think they have to build up some confidence from the public before they disappoint everybody. And I think a good showing on opening night's a good place to start. I'll wait and determine how much we can fade them if we can fade them in the regular season. Last regular season, they were not profitable as a favorite over the course of the season, straight up. Like, they yeah. were not profitable at all. Mm-hmm. They lost the majority of those games. Uh, so, well, the majority that they did lose were like 10.9 point, like really big underdogs that, you know, make the ROI crazy. Yeah, that's pretty much it for this one. Uh, former Madison Square Garden player. Uh, it really sucks because everybody on this Celtics team has played in Madison Square Garden so many times. But Porzingis, I'm going to just go ahead and take – no, it's not. Really? I thought you were going to no, go back not. to Porzingis. We actually might strap him. Like, he okay. he might not he might not do much. We're going to Drew Holiday because Drew Holiday is in a new uniform, and that's probably the only boost that he can get because he's in a new uniform. He probably gets that, hey, I play for the Celtics. I got to slap the Knicks. So, yeah, we're going to go with Drew Holiday there. Uh, total, uh, I don't really have a feel. I'm going to lean under. Yeah. All right. Before we get to the rest of this really, really large slate here, we've got to talk to you about DraftKings because DraftKings has not only the $200 instantly in bonus bets when you throw down, but they, oh, did I really just lag out? Wow. I think you're right, back. Switch over to I, th- I think you're back. Yeah. I think it's fine. I'm going to have to switch my, my good router. I didn't know that I was logged in on the other route. Terrell, I think you're back. I think. Yeah, We're good? I am. Yeah, I am. It, it, I was on the wrong router. I had to, you know, the other router sucks. So I had to put myself back onto the new router. Everybody, I, I, I see some people in here talking about the Knicks are nice. Whatever. You guys always talk good about the Knicks and then they be trash. And then you come in here and say, oh, I told you. And I told you they were trash first. I just but, think the division's worse than usual, which works in the Yeah, Knicks they favor. are. They are. But the Knicks, the Knicks suck. All right. instantly in bonus bets when you throw $5 down on DraftKings and NBA. And plus, they don't they have way more than that. It's not just $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on NBA. But you can use they give you so many promos. I had a promo last night where I got a 33% bonus on a live bet in the Golden State Warriors and Suns game. So you know what I did? I waited till the Golden State Warriors went down at half and I slammed it on the over. And uh, over them, what's that, two and a half? It was two and a half yeah. Warriors, two and a half in the third quarter. They put up 40. I mean, come on. DraftKings is going to enable you. If you actually check your DraftKings account when you make your account and use that code SGP when you make your account, and you are probably going to have some profit boost, some parlay, no sweat, like anything like that. So make sure you tap in with DraftKings Sportsbook. Tell them the NBA Gambling Podcast sent you. Use that code SGP. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when betting just $5. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for get problem gambling. Call 1-800-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 and up. Ages vary by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus best expire 168 hours after issuing. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms or for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, responsible gambling resources. Woo, that kicked my ass. That was ass. well done. That was well that done. That kicked my that, ass. That was the first oh, read, that, wasn't it? That was the first time I went through it. You know I don't prep in beforehand for my reads at all. Oh, wow. The call to action is 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 tough there. But I'm about to, woo, wait till Friday. I'm about to smoke that on Friday. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football teams. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Five for five, pick up Scorchers, enjoy a nice spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time only, you can extend your first deposit bonus up to $500. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN. Plus, you still have 100K Sundays. So make sure you tap into the player of the day for the NFL and make your picks up there. 
When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by NBA Underdog Contest. You can use that promo code SGPN that I just talked about in Underdog and then screenshot you playing the Underdog Contest and we will give one random winner an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Oh, man. And, and if you want me to sign it, just let me know. I'll have the guy send it to me, and I'll sign it, and then we'll send it back over. So, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to go sign up there. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. All righty, Scott. Next game on the slate, we have the Houston Rockets traveling to Orlando to play the Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic opened up as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They are now a four-point favorite. 220-and-a-half is the total. This total's come screaming down from 230-and-a-half. I just realized that I haven't given us our underdog injury report of the season uh, right yet. So I'm going to go ahead and pull that up for this game here. Let's see. We have four. Wait, what's today? 25th? 25th. uh, I see see Tari Eason's out for Houston. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's out for a while. Yeah, he's out for a while. We have, yep, Tari Eason on IR, Victor Oladipo. We know where he's doing. He's he's probably not even going to play a, a single game with this team. I really. It's a damn it. shame what happened to his career. I'm but pretty sure. Like I'm pretty sure he got. Fact, but. I actually don't think he's with this team anymore, or maybe he is. Yeah, yeah, because he came over from the Thunder. You mean Spirits? Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever, we'll see. Uh, over under one and a half games. Victor Oladipo plays with this team. I'll take the under. All right, for the Magic, Gary Harris is in. Kevon Harris is out. Does Eme turn this thing around immediately? No, absolutely not. I didn't think so either. You can argue long-term, maybe it'll work itself out because they needed some type of structure. And Kevin Porter Jr. getting thrown off the team helps because he was a big reason why there was a lack of proper offensive structure. But it was also because the previous... (laughs) I mean, I'm just being honest. It is what it is. I mean, I don't know how many times I don't, I don't know how many times teammates of Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green can just stand around and watch them ball hog at the three point line. Like it was just painful to watch. They were just a really bad watch in general. Let Jabari Smith cook. Let Shengun cook. Whatever. The point is, I think Houston's better off now that Kevin Porter Jr. is basically out of the league at this point. So I think looking at this overall spot for the Rockets. Udoka is going to try to instill discipline. The problem is a lot of the players on the team are not used to discipline, and there's going to be some butting of heads. So I do think if he's able to turn it around, it'll be a couple months in. <laughs> it's going to be rocky. That's all there's, no, there's no discipline in Houston. They've said it. They've come out and said it. That's people come there and do whatever they want. Pretty I, much. Oh, so Udoka is going to try to change that. So we'll see how that goes. They ended up bringing in some veterans. They brought in Van Vliet, who is a professional. He's a chucker, but he's a professional. And Dylan Brooks, who's the least professional veteran in the league. Oh. So, no, I don't see much discipline. <laughs> I think they're going to be bad. Like, I know yeah. that Munaf, as a fan, was trying to pitch me on them being decent. I don't see it. I think they're going to be a bad team. I think that Houston was a team that had cap space, and they felt like they had to spend it on somebody. So they just overpaid for Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks, and that's going to be their moves during the offseason. But I, I don't see it. I, I got to go with Orlando here. I think Orlando's got a shot to win the division. So I'm going to take Orlando. They're, they're at, after the first month and change of the season, they were over 500. They were good in the second half of the year. I'm shocked they re-signed Cole Anthony. I don't get that decision at all. But I do like Orlando in the spot. You're such a Cole Anthony hater. You're really a Cole Anthony Well, I, No, I just think there's a log jam at the point guard position. I just think Orlando yeah, got I so mean, many guards, like... I'm surprised they decided to keep him. But uh, anyway, I like Orlando. Yeah, we're Orlando. I think Houston, once again, is going to take some time. There's going to be serious growing pains with this team. Yeah. I mean, I, you said it all. I don't have to say anything. We're on Orlando here. It, it, I do think Houston can cover a lot of spreads for us, but this is too close. This is four. four though? I think, like, if, four I, I think if, if I see Houston getting close to 10, I'll probably be taking Houston in a spot like that against somebody. But four – Nah, I don't think so. This Orlando team was fun, too, and they really, really hit a stride at the end of last season. I hope that just continues on to this season. So, yeah, Orlando minus four. We like that. Uh, I mean, 10 points. I don't I don't want to touch the total at this point. If 10 points. I lost 10 points. I don't care. I don't know what to expect from Houston. 
So yeah. I, I can't be interested either. Uh, I got no, I got no thoughts there. I just like Orlando. Um, give me window card or rebounds. That's the only thing. I, I'm really not interested in a prop market very early on in the season, but I might take window card or rebounds today. I'm trying to think if I want Shengun assists or Van Vliet's just going to start ball hogging the response. Yeah, no, he's not going to. They're not running offense through Shengun, even though as tempting as it is, they're not running offense through Shengun. They probably won't. I'll take the under in Dylan Brooks points for the jokes, you know, for the jokes. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the under on Dylan Brooks points. All right, let's move on. Next game of the slate: Washington Wizards traveling to Indiana. Indiana opened up as minus seven and a half point favorite. They are now down to minus five and a half. Two thirty-five is the total. Finally, something that's climbing. Open up at two thirty and a half. Injury report here: these two teams, and I see for the Pacers, clean excuse me, clean injury report for the Wizards: Johnny Davis, Anthony Gill, Andrew Shamit, all on IR. Landry Shamit's on IR. How are they supposed to win? Yeah, that's my guy. I mean, this is so simple, and it's a really, really quick handicap in this game for me. I'm not laying this amount of points with the Pacers. Uh, I really, really wasn't laying seven and night, seven and a half in the overhead. Uh, oh, in the overnight, I'm sorry, in the overnight. I'm probably still not laying five and a half, to be honest. Rick Carlisle, since joining Pacers, 22-32-1 and one as a favorite now. He's a little bit better at home, 17-19-1, and one, but and 5-13 and 13 on the road. We got to remember that next time we see them as a road favorite. But, yeah, I, does Obi Toppin just make this team automatically good? I don't think so. I mean, I think they were okay, and they, beat, they did beat the bad teams. But... I'm kind of sold on Jordan Poole revamping his career in Washington. And so I'm going to take a chance and I'm going to just go Washington in this spot. I think that a lot of people are going to blindly take Indiana because Washington's expected to be an absolute bottom feeder. It's one kind of trend that I noticed over the course of the actual just analyzing for the schedule. There's a lot of really, really low spreads between teams that are projected to be pretty far apart from each other with the standings. Indiana at home last year was 20 and 21. Uh, Washington last year on the road was 16 and 25. I don't have the ATS numbers. I just have the regular numbers. But I kind of agree with you. I think Indiana is going to be the better team, but I do think Washington is not going to be as bad as advertised. They're not going to be good. Don't get me wrong. But I do think Indiana is a team that doesn't play much defense. Neither do the Wizards. Neither do the Wizards, which is why you see a lot of actual movement on the over. I can see this game getting weird. I, Indiana's not used to being favorites. I mean, they were underdogs in most of the games last year. And you yeah. mentioned how bad they were. That's when they, they were, were fun. I, it feels like this line that when you first looked at the rosters and the projections, Washington's supposed to be like a bottom five team in the league. Indiana's like a playoff team. And the spread's five. Wow. Playing. We'll go playing team. Is that fair? Okay. All right. Their playoff yeah. odds are around pick them. It's like, I think, plus 110 for Indiana to make the playoffs. Like, it's right there. It's on the cusp, so we'll go playing for the sake of argument. I'm yeah, gonna the, I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. I'll lean to the Wizards. Yeah. I don't I never said I thought the Pacers were a playoff team. I'm just saying based on the odds, they're projected to be hovering around the playoff spot. I'll lean is, to the Wizards too. This is this might be dog potential by the end of the day. I'm certain we're both on the over here. I'm not taking an uh, under. And uh, yeah, yeah, guys, I'm really not locked into the prop market this early. Like, I I think I got lucky with that SGP last night. Uh, any, anybody that I mean, I I don't know how I'm not on Jordan Poole today. I mean, like, Halliburton I assists is the blind look for a game in the 230s. I mean, you're just yeah, looking for, for Halliburton sure. assists and just go from there. He'll Tyus Jones maybe. assists. Let's let's just start rolling the Tyus Jones assist train. I mean, I love Tyus Jones. He's one of my favorite guards in the league. The problem is, can, is Jordan Poole actually going <laughs> to really? play off ball? I, I've always been a huge Tyus Jones fan, oh, and I hate wow. Duke. I despise Duke. I, 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 I love. Duke I don't Duke. think I do that. that I've been that's a, a really Tyus random Jones player for a long time. I mean, now I have okay. some random players that are, you know, my favorite players. Lou Dort was my favorite player for like two seasons, but like Tyus Jones was really random. I There's a certain level of efficiency with Tyus Jones where he was always like league leader in assist turnover ratio, and I care about the efficiency stuff. So I've always been a big Tyus Jones guy, and I'm happy that he'll probably get flipped to a contender at some point midseason. But I guess my question for you is, is Jordan Poole actually going to be off ball? Yeah. I know Jones is the point guard, but is 
Poole actually going to let him be the point guard? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I really don't know, but I think so. I hope okay. so. I hope so. I hope so uh, too. Yeah. Tyus Jones, eight and a half plus one fifteen. I'll take a stab at that. Halliburton's at ten and a half at plus one hundred five. That's yeah for sure. And you know what? Sprinkle on Jordan Poole. It's, I know it's some juice, but minus one forty five under five and a half assists. He's not passing after the Warriors just last lost last night. He's not passing. I'll take no the way. over for turnovers for Poole. Oh yeah, I love that over for turnovers. All it day. was two and a half. Great unfortunately, call. that's long gone. It's now three and a half. But I can't really argue with it. I wish I got the two and a half. I missed. I missed the boat on that one. The Atlanta Hawks. I almost said Falcons in my head. I said, well, I did say Falcons in my head. I had to correct myself, and I said Hawks in person. But I just wanted y'all to know. I almost said Falcons. The Atlanta Hawks traveling to Charlotte. I kind of wish I was going to this game. I should have. I should have. I should have planned better. I really should have planned better. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I should have planned better. I should have really going to this game. All right. Hawks are laying three and a half on the road. Open up at minus one and a half. Two thirty six and a half is total. Again, is there anything to talk about here? The Hawks are going to bury them. They should. The only concern would be the Hawks not being a great road team in years past. But I do think the Hornets are a bad team. And there's a lot of distractions. I know that, once again, there were rumors of Miles Bridges coming back. He's out for this game, so it doesn't matter for the sake of this. I think I think that Charlotte's going Brandon to Brandon Miller is getting sued for wrongful death. Uh, <laughs> the entire, and the, the only person they got rid of was Kai Jones for being weird on Instagram. You got Boot Kai Knight. Jones got thrown off for Boot being Knight. weird, but they're keeping, you know. What is it? Boot Knight has like a million freaking DUIs. You have... Mikael, I mean, uh, not Mikael, I'm sorry, Mikael. Didn't mean to disrespect you like that. Miles Bridges, and we all know what's going on with him. You have Brandon Miller, who's being sued for wrongful death. Like, it's just, I'm sorry. Book Knight has had some gun issues in cars, so that's also, he's not there. Uh, yeah, it has not been fun uh, if you're a Hornets fan, because not only is your team bad, but your the character on that team is a mess. Man, and they got also, the Jordan, city and turned up. <laughs> it's, it's rough. And Jordan sold his it. shares with the team, but that's probably not a bad thing because he was an abysmal owner. But I, I got to like Atlanta here. I think Atlanta's yeah. going to be good this year. Simply put, I, I think Quinn Snyder, coach of the year, is worth a look. I like what they yeah. did getting rid of Collins. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, DeAndre Hunter for now. He'll get hurt at some point during the year. Sadiq Bey and Clint Capella, a kunku off the bench. Solid core. I like the overall roster. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. And I didn't even mention Bogdanovich, who I still think is pretty solid. So, yeah, I'll take the Hawks. Uh, I like Trey Young assists. Nine and a half, by the way. Plus 110. Why is it plus money? I have no idea. Oh, man. Atlanta yeah. had uh, uh, Trey had 11 plus assists in each of the last two meetings last year, but I, I got to like the Hawks here and I got to like the over. I like I like Atlanta to score a bunch of points like Charlotte's going to be bad. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hawks and over here. All right. Hall of Fame bets sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every thing in the NBA with Hall of Fame bets. I did tap into the Hall of Fame bets app. And they helped me realize that Michael Porter Jr., he Good goes rebounder. over his his rebound prop against the Lakers. Like, he goes over that prop against the Lakers. And so I took it 10-1 to 1 for 10 rebounds, and we cashed that. I mean, man, Hall of Fame bets. I, it, I mean, they helped me cash a 10-1 to 1 bet. I don't know what else. What other promo can I say during this read to make you lock in with Hall of Fame bets other than they just helped me cash a 10-1 to 1 bet and just paid for everything. So download the Hall of Fame bets app. Or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month to start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. Man, there's so many games on the slate tonight. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers playing your Brooklyn Nets. Cavs open as a minus two and a half. Road favorite. They are now minus one and a half. 219 and a half is total. Injury report. These two teams. We have uh, Darius Garland's questionable. Jared Allen is out. Ricky Rubio, I don't even know what NW, not with the team. Okay, there we go. Ricky Rubio is not with the team. And Dean Wade is doubtful. Dean Wade, A1, Shout out to him. Uh, A1 agent. He's still consistently in the league. And I like very, very consistently stays in the league. Derek Whitehead is on IR for the Brooklyn Nets. You're, they have a full assortment. Of their staff, other than that, I don't know if they drafted Whitehead in the first round out of Duke, guy had injury issues the entire college career. I can't believe they drafted him. Whatever, it's a personal fan thing. Sorry, 
I mean, the line movement's weird, isn't it? The line is making me want to bet Nets, but I I just think that the Cavs are going to be one of the best teams in the East. But man, the line is screaming bet Nets here. Like it's t- it's like hammering to you, bet the Nets. Like please bet the Nets. They are going to win this game somehow. I might have to do it. I I really was tempted by the under, but then with Allen being out, you're adding Niang to the starting lineup, who I don't think is any good, but he doesn't guard anybody, so the defense should be worse for Cleveland. They might play faster as well. The issue with the Nets is the same issue as last year. They can't score. And no matter how good Ben Simmons looks in preseason, he can't (laughs) So, like, the issue I have with the Nets is, besides Bridges, who is a very solid player. I think Bridges is more of a two on a contending team than a one, obviously. You can argue maybe even a three, but I think he's a two. I'm not a Dimwitty guy. Ah, this line is so disgusting. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you. So we're we're gonna take the Nets, and I, I, think I know I have it's, to take it's, the Nets it's based nasty. On the line. Yeah, it's nasty and it's disgusting. But we're gonna take the Nets. But I'm gonna tell you how we're gonna take the Nets, and because there's only one way that I can see the Nets winning this game, and it's by going completely chalk. So you take the Nets money line. You take Mikael Bridges over 25 and a half points. And then where is it? Where is it? Whenever I find it, wherever I find it. Okay, there we go. And then you take Dinwiddie over six and a half assists at plus four oh six. That's how they win the game. That's not bad. Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie facilitates the ball. Mikael Bridges proves that he's probably going to be, you know, most improved player of the year, and he picks up where he lets off and with all the scoring. That's how you bet this game. There's no way you just take the Nets by itself. Like that. That's the only way I can see that they win this game. If Bridges goes off, and Dinwiddie is facilitating the offense. I'm going to lean Nets here just because, once again, the line movement's weird. There's a lot of weird lines in the NBA for the first game because you can argue that with injuries or just the lack of overall certainty regarding what teams are going to look like, the Cavs basically have the same team. So I don't know why, Mm -hmm. once again, people would be slamming the Nets here. And no offense to Jared Allen, I don't think he's worth a point and a half, two points. No offense. So I, I think the Nets are probably the move, but I'll lean to the under in this game. I still don't think the Nets can score. So I think defensively they bring it. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. And uh, just to throw, I don't have a line on it, or maybe I do. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I do. I lied, I do. Evan Mobley, and well, Claxton for sure over one and a half blocks at minus 111, but Evan Mobley one and a half blocks is plus 114. I say we take I think that. I have to like the rebounds for Mobley, right? I mean, who else is yep. their center? Yep. Niang? Like, I got to like the rebounds for either Claxton or Mobley or both. Cleveland's going to be really good later on in the season, but I think they lose this game. All right. We have – oh, oh man. Oh, man. Do I have a drop for this? Do I have a drop for this? I, I mean – Some of the drops don't carry over from our other meetings. So, I, yeah. They – game of the year. We get the Miami Heat welcoming the Detroit Pistons – Miami Heat are a nine-point favorite in this game, people. 218 and a half is the total. That's 12 points down from open. <laughs> Boy, why was this ever 230 and a half? No way. That, that's not true. That can't be I don't, true. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, I don't believe that at all. That's not true. But, I mean, injury report for this one. And we have here for the Detroit Pistons, uh, Bojan is actually going to miss some time. They just came out with that. I think it was yesterday. He's out for like a month. Yeah, so that's actually kind of brutal. But, yeah. you know, this mm-hmm. is a young team, and this is going to be a very lot, like a lot of good experience for these young guys with him out. Monty Morris is on IR. Isaiah Liver is on IR for the Miami Heat. Josh Richardson is out. Wow, you just came to the Heat and just fell right in, didn't you? What? I did not know this. Why he just joined the Heat and, and completely said, yep, I'm down with Heat coach. I'm out first game of the season. Hayward Highsmith is injured as well. I mean, people, this is a this is a trend that has stood the test of time in the NBA. Can I read off the numbers, by the way, from last year? Uh, no, because I'm about to read them all off. Damn it. Okay. So the Miami Heat are 271 and 311 and 15 as home favorites, 
Last season, they were 12, 23, and two as home favorites. That's 34% against the spread. Since 2016, the Heat are 21, 28, and one as a home favorite of nine or more points in 2021. They were four and eight ATS, and in 2022, they were one and three. That is five and 11 ATS as a favorite of nine or more in the past two seasons. And for just a little cherry on top, let's throw on the fact that Monty Williams is the one of the best underdog coaches in the league. 119, 98, and four as a road dog. And in his first season with the Hornets and his first season with the Suns, he was 28 and 23 in this same spot. I mean, I don't know what else I have to say. I dare you. To, like, if you hit this Miami Heat minus nine bet, you got it. You got it. But at this point, I've been fading them, and I haven't lost money yet. I'm, I mean, this is the perfect spot to take this Pistons team. Who's gotten a win in Miami last year? They got a win here last year. I'm taking the Pistons. That was without Kane. They won a game last year, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, yo, like, they're not going to. Oh, my gosh. They're not covering this. I'm taking them. I'm taking them on the money line as well. But there's no way the Heat are covering this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna spend much time on this either. The Heat one nine is hilarious. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna bother. The Pistons aren't gonna be a good team. I, they, they might surprise some people if Kate can actually stay healthy. But I do think Kate has played so little in the last year and change that people might forget just how valuable he actually is to this team. I, I mean, you're looking at a backcourt of him with Ivy, and you have a decent amount of centers that can give Miami some problems. The roster on paper is not terrible. They're not going to be a good team, but I think they're good enough to hang in there. Let's take a K to assist ladder today. Okay. I can buy it. I'll, I'll look up and see what, what that pays, but I think that's a good prop. And despite this apparently being at 230 at one point, I don't believe that at all. I'm still taking over. Miami Heat games go over in, in that stadium because they just, like, stop trying. So. I'm going to lean to the over anyway because I don't think Detroit's going to be a great defensive team. But I think offensively, I'm curious how Thompson's going to look because he's supposed to be a starter now. So if you want to actually look for some yeah. potential, I don't want to say rookie of the year value, but Asar is actually going to be I mean, starter. you're a starter. So, you're a starter, starter, and you got a uh, month. He yeah. could win this job. Away. And, well, I don't think Boyan would ever be regulated. Well, I think, I think Boyan but... might get chipped off halfway through the year. So we'll see what happens there. But still. Oh, that would be nice. All right, Sorry's, we got Sorry's Kate, Kate Cunningham at five and a half assists. We can get eight at plus 280. What? Really? And we can get 10 at eight to one? Yeah, let's do that. I think I'm tempted right. by a Saw rebounds. He had eight rebounds in 22 minutes in his last preseason game. Hmm, really? Yeah. Interesting. I could I could buy that. I could buy that. I'll go with the Saw rebounds. All right. <sighs> I struggled. I've gone back and forth all night about this game. Minnesota Timberwolves are on the road, play the Toronto Raptors. Minnesota opened up minus one and a half, currently minus one, two, 22 and a half is total. Injury report here for the Timberwolves. Jake McDaniels is out. Really? And so it looks like Nikhil Alexander Walker is getting got a start paid And said, you know what? I'm taking the uh, Canada. No, you got to pay me more to go to Canada. I'm good. He got paid. Uh, Christian Koloku. I hope I said that right. I need to look up the pronunciation of his name. He's out with respiratory issues. And uh, Scotty Barnes did sprain his ankle in that last preseason game. But it seems like he's okay. They're playing. Am I really taking... Am I... Are we really... Like, I understand. I understand we don't like Minnesota on this show. And we don't believe in Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert being a legit tandem. But are we really taking this Toronto Raptors team with a new head coach? You know like, that Toronto has been my nemesis on the show for the last like two, three years. I don't think we can. I don't think we can take Toronto. Like I, I see people out there in the Beyonder on, you know, the X app, Twitter app, whatever. I still call it, it Twitter. I, I don't care. X formerly known as Twitter. Yes. So. I understand. I see people taking them. And I really, really wish we could lay points on the road with Anthony Edwards and not the Minnesota Timberwolves. Like, I wish those were not, they didn't coincide. And I really, really wish that I could just lay these points with Anthony Edwards and not. Well, you can. You can take his player. You can take his player prop. And, and that's pro And, and I, I kind of don't even want to do that because OG's about to give him fits. But, like, it's, oh, I just don't know. I mean, I'm going to take Minnesota. 
But like if Minnesota doesn't win this game, there's a very, very good possibility I never bet them again rest of the season. So I'm actually a bit higher on Minnesota this year than uh, I think you are. I think I think that they're going to be fine. I don't, I don't think they're going to be amazing. I think they'll be a playoff team. I think they'll be a six seed, give or take, if I had to guess. But uh-huh. I see Mike Conley's questionable. I'm assuming he'll play. The concern I guess I have with Toronto is, do you think that they actually can battle on the boards against the likes of Gobert and Towns? Towns, you can argue, doesn't try to rebound half the time. But still, I think I'm going to link to Toronto. It's kind of similar to that Nets game against Cleveland, where I don't get this line at all. I I, I just don't understand it. You're assuming on paper Minnesota's going to be the better team. You have a brand-new coach for Toronto, who most people don't know anything about. But from what I've heard, he's pretty decent. We'll see what happens. But a road favorite of one, like, and Scotty Barnes is also a bit banged up, but he's going to play anyway. Like, this line, it's it's just the Cleveland game all over again. I'll take Toronto. Now, once again, I've been wrong on Toronto maybe every game for the last two years. But I'm going to lead to Toronto. My least favorite player on the team was Van Vliet. He's no longer there. So maybe they can turn over a new leaf with him gone. I'm going to lean Toronto. Canada's not an easy place to play in. And I do think that it's a very weird line. I'll go with Toronto. I think this is a decent spot for them to maybe sneak up on a Minnesota team that still has to work out some chemistry stuff with Gobert and with Towns. They didn't play much last year together. So I think that there is some chemistry concerns. I'm going to link to Toronto. I can't tell if Terrell froze or not. Terrell, did you freeze? I'm going to take that as a freeze. Okay, cool. What? Uh, no, I'm here. I'm oh, you're here. back. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have anything else to add. You have anything you want to add? No, I'm just I'm done with this game. I don't want to talk about it any further. Yeah, that's fair. All right. OKC, Thunder, traveling to Chicago, played the Chicago Bulls. Bulls opened up minus one and a half. Now laying two. 226 is the total. Uh, let's see here. What we got on the injury report for these two. Kenrich Williams out. Uh, I forget the difference between the dubs, but the one that is not as good is injured. And well, the Jalen Williams, I, I forget which one says he's which one, but the one that's not as good is injured. So I was say the one that's a, with a Y in the first name is very good. <laughs> no, the one with the L is the one. Wait, they both have L's. It's Jalen. Well, I mean, L E N. Oh, yeah. He's the one. He's the one that's on the cover. Like of the slam poster, if anybody saw that, I gotta be honest, it's been a while. I, I gotta remember. Yeah, he's the one, he's the one that's good. Which. That's J Dub. I'm pretty sure that's J Dub. And hey, you're right, you're right. Okay, the one, the yeah. one with no Y is the is the oh, solid gosh. one. Okay, my bad. Spider Man, the other one's the Arkansas killing. one. Sorry, my bad. All right, Lonzo is out for the season. It really sucks. Damn oh, sure. wait, is the good one out? Is the good one out? Oh, okay, hold on. I gotta go back and look at pictures. No, 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 I can't, no. I can't you, say the right. names. I have no, to look no, at the Jalen with a Y is the Arkansas one who's not as good. He's out. Okay. A good one right, might cool. be an all-star is good. Okay. Is it? All right. so, uh, you were right. Uh, um, okay. All right. <laughs> my bad. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. But with this Chicago team, I mean So I understand why everybody's gonna run to bet OKC. And if OKC, well, oh man, it's okay. This is the biggest oh. trap line of the day. We keep talking about trap lines all over the place. We have the to take Chicago. Here is insane. We have to take Chicago. I think we have to. And I love the Thunder. I think the Thunder are going to be a very, very good basketball team. This doesn't make any damn sense at this all. Is going to, this is really going to frustrate me that I have to fade the Thunder in this spot. But this is a terrible spot of a team that's literally just putting it together. Like they're just putting it all together and they have to figure it out. Mindful, we have the rotation now. Yeah. And now we have a Bulls team that kind of already has it figured out and we know who they are. Like, it doesn't mean that they're a bad team, but I was gonna say, they haven't figured team. out. They're not good, but they haven't figured out. They haven't yeah. They're not good, but point. they figured out that they're going to be pretty solid, like just decent and a decent team can be OKC at home. Why do I especially feel like Vucevic is going to put Chet in the blender tonight? I would think so. I'm very interested on if Vucevic has a really good rebounding day today. Like, is is Chet Height gonna really just like just be? It's a, too early in the season for me to go yeah. back to that to that sweat. I'm not I'm not ready for that. I don't have the strength to go with Vucevic. I don't know. Yet. Vucevic rebounds was a catch. He's killed me on that too. I feel like everybody's got a Vucevic rebound story at this point. But. <laughs> yeah, man. I think Vucevic has got to actually cook Chet. I think Vucevic is good for 20 tonight. We we got to take the Bulls minus two. I see one and a half still. I'll go with it. 
All right. I, I think well, just looking at the overall line, once again, I said there's a lot of weird lines. You can argue that maybe some teams are just mispriced. But Chicago last year is a home favorite, 13-9 and ATS. So they have been pretty good in the spot before. I'm pulling up OKC as a dog on the road uh, just quickly. I don't know if you have that in front of you. But Chicago was 13-9 no, last year. OKC as a road dog was actually 20-12-3. and yeah, uh, so they were actually good. Uh, yeah, but, OKC as a dog is a spot, yeah. but it, man, you got to throw out others. Like, I mean, the heat, line the heat thing was going man. on since the inception of the Heat. They haven't been able to cover that line. It's one of those like, lines where if you blindly bet the questionable side with the line, you know, you know, you know what I mean. If you avoid the trap and you take the line that doesn't make any sense, you'll be profitable long term. Yeah, usually right. these weird lines are weird for a reason. I'll link to Chicago. Yeah, I'm with you. We're on Chicago. New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Memphis, play Memphis Grizzlies without John Morant. Memphis is still laying one. 224 is the total. Uh, for the injury report, you have Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall, Leon Robbins, all not playing. And for the Grizzlies, you know, Jaws out with the suspension. Santi Aldama's out with the ankle. Brandon Clark is still out with that Achilles injury. And Steven Adams. This is done for the season. Is that legit? Like a he's out for the year. Not- yeah, oh, he's out for the crap. year. Holy yeah, crap. Holy crap. I, I missed that. Yeah, yeah I missed. Dang. Oh, that really lowers That really lowers my Memphis output this year. It sucks. He was why they won games. All right. Uh, yeah. They're laying one here. Man, Memphis with no jaw is really good, but Memphis with no Steven Adams is not good. <laughs> Just to be clear, by the way, Memphis with no jaw. We've yet to see them with no jaw and no Tyus Jones. True. Got to bring that up because now Marcus Smart's the point guard. New I really wish Trey lot. Murphy was playing. I would have loved to take New Orleans with. If Trey is Trey Zion actually playing in this game? Yeah, Zion's He's alive. Zion's All right, alive. let's take let's take New Orleans. I think I have to go New Orleans. Now people are going to look at me and go, "Well, Memphis was great at home last year. This is another weird line." You might not yeah. be wrong. I also don't know how you can really power rank the Pelicans when Zion never plays games. Yeah. So I don't know how you can actual, actually power rank this team. I think the Grizzlies are going to be bad. I'm, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I know I've roasted Clay Thompson in the past for being the most overrated player in the league. I think more people have caught on to that. I think Marcus Smart's one of the most overrated players in the league, and I think that his acquisition is going to be really just an underwhelming, I'd say, acquisition in general in, the, in hindsight. Uh-huh. I don't think Memphis is going to be good, and you're missing. It's a bad matchup as well because Tillman's your center, which is fine. But you're missing Adams. You're missing Clark. I like Clark. I think Clark's a good player. Valanciunas might kill this team. So I'm going to go with the Pelicans. I think they dominate in the paint. I think they get the job done. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I mean, I just like this. I like this lineup for the Pelicans. And I say that, you know, if we get a game where they're playing CJ, Bri, and Zion, we're probably just going to just go ahead and take that. Although there's no way that Jaron Jackson stays out of foul trouble trying to deal with Valanciunas and Zion. There's no way in hell he stays out of foul trouble in this game. Be careful for Valanciunas' points today. CJ loves to feed him in the post. And if that if he does get going early, Valanciunas could have a really good game and nobody could be talking about it. All right. Uh, man. I know what I have to do in this game, and it's going to hurt me. Sacramento Kings are on the road, laying one and a half in Utah, playing the Utah Jazz. 234 and a half is total. Last year, Utah was my darling. Look at the injury report here. We have uh, Chris Duarte. What? When did that happen? Yeah. Do I be missing? I be missing stuff, man. Like I be I be I be locked into some teams, but it's it's some stuff that just slides through the radar. And you this never... is the who we play for section of the injury. Report. Yeah, I didn't even I miss this completely, and I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself. I completely miss Chris Duarte being on the Kings now. A hundred percent whiffed on that. Didn't even see that in preseason at all. And so he's questionable with the knee injury. That's probably why I didn't see it. Trey Lyles is out. Other than that, everybody else is good. Utah Jazz have a completely clean injury report. Yes, Utah, extremely good as a dog last year. We have to throw that out this season. And at least give them the opportunity to prove it to us. They got to earn it again. Yeah, they do. And they haven't earned it yet. This Kings team is for real. I think that they are going to become one of those regular season staples in the West. I think Mike Brown found his niche and his spot. 
And I really like De'Aaron Fox. And ultimately, with a one and a half point spread, I'm going to take De'Aaron Fox to be able to get it done. So give me the Sacramento Kings minus one and a half. It really, really hurts me to have to do that. But I mean, the only way for the books to get back from what Utah did to them last year is to make them a dog week in the first game and they lose. So it's also a small dog. It's not even like an appealing one. Yeah. Pretty much. So if it, yeah, if this was seven, I would I would hammer <laughs> I would hammer Utah. So yeah, no, we're going with the Kings. I'm gonna go with the Kings as well. I want to make a case for Utah, but I'm looking at the lineup. I'm not sure what to think of John Collins. So we'll see how he looks with that team. Taylor Horton Tucker starting is hilarious to me, along with Jordan Clarkson for now. Clarkson, I know, is a very good bench player. I'm not sure if he's really a starting point guard, but I'll link to Sacramento. They have chemistry. I think they'll be ready to roll. They were good last year as an away favorite. They were 14-7 and seven ATS. I'll go uh-huh. with the Kings. Once again, if Utah proves us wrong, they prove, they prove us wrong. But one and a half. Oh, man, I, I hope I lose this bet because I'm betting this tonight. And I'm betting it with the hope that I lose so I can automatically be sold on the Jazz again. But So I'm really just kind of emotionally hedging myself, to be honest. Yeah, man. All right, next game on the slate. Dallas Mavericks laying four on the road against San Antonio Spurs. 230 is the total. It actually opened up at five. It's down to four. And we have Luka is questionable. He's going to play. Jaden Harvey is questionable. I don't know. Uh, Dwight Powell is questionable. I hope. He, I kind of hope he doesn't play. And for the San Antonio Spurs, Zach Collins is questionable. That's actually pretty big news. Is he questionable? And, uh, He's battling an illness. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. He, if, if if Collins doesn't, I feel like they that lineup, like I really like what he did with the lineup. This is a, uh, this is going to be a pause if I say it like that. This is a lineup with a lot of tall individuals. And I think that they're going to have a lot of length on the court with Sohan, Vassell, Johnson, Weminyana, Collins. Th- this is a pretty interesting lineup that the Spurs are deploying here. And I say all that to say, it's a new season. I'm taking Luke and Kyrie. Yeah, I got Spurs money one in this one. Really? I do. I don't trust Dallas at all. I, okay. I, I think that with Luca battling an injury, I know that he's probably going to play, but he's barely even been practicing for the past week. Like it, it, it seems like they're rushing him back a little bit. I'm not sure he's going to play. We're going to see what happens, but... They were really bad in the preseason. I don't think they won a game in the preseason. I know that doesn't mean much, but the point is defensively, they're always a mess. Maybe I'm just buying into the Victor hype, but I think that atmosphere in San Antonio is going to be nuts for Victor's first game. I don't trust Dallas on the road. I don't trust them as a favorite. They don't guard anybody. We'll see what happens. You're taking the approach of in previous games, they got to prove it to me. Dallas has to prove it to me. I don't trust them at all. So I'll take San Antonio. Respect. Respect. I hope I'm pretty sure Luke is going to play, but I mean, I hope we'll he's see. once really again, he got effective. injured like a week ago. So he's been but, practicing a little bit. So he might be a bit off. We'll see what happens. So Gilbert Arenas brought up a really quick question. I'm not trying to get us on a tangent because I got to get up out of here, but he asked a question. I just want everybody to think about it. Is Luca the best player on his team? And I think that it's a very like it's a legit question you got to think about here because Kyrie's in, in NBA 75. So well, does does availability count because Kyrie goes a wall for a couple huh? months every year? I said does availability count because Kyrie goes a wall. No, just playing on the court. Like, just, just playing, playing on, on the court. court. There's there's a possibility that Luca's not the best person on the scene. Like there's a possibility. I think Luca's style of play isn't conducive to winning a championship. Ooh, interesting. I can't. Luca's gonna win a championship. He's like. A tenth year in the league, like dirt or something. No, like just that. a ball centric guard. Same reason Harden didn't win. All right, let's see here. Last game on the slate: Portland Trailblazers. We only got one ten thirty game. Shout out to the NBA for sending us to bed early because I'm not staying up to watch the Clippers against the Trailblazers, where the Clippers are laying nine two twenty six and a half is total, and we have Ish Rainwright out for the Trailblazers, and we have, oh, wow, looky here. Terrence Mann's out, and Bones Highland's questionable. And Brandon Boston Jr.'s out. So the Clippers picking up where they left off. I'm going to take I really, I really, really want to fade the Clippers laying nine here because Tyron Lue is actually really, really bad as a favorite. I'm going to take the points personally. I mean, this Clippers team really like destroys the Portland Trailblazers. Like they, like it doesn't matter what's going on. They really, literally, like destroy this team. Uh, well, they do have a the Trailblazers have a six point loss in there. 
Uh, it's tough with Portland because Lillard was injured for the last couple of years and they were half tanking in the final two months anyway. So I don't know how much of those actually matter. Yeah, I'm not taking I'm not taking the Clippers. Let's let's just go. Let's just I'm, go I'm not laying nine. Terrence Mann's already out. He got promoted to starter. He's out for the first game. Like, come on. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, I'll take Portland. What if Portland actually looks good for one game and then proceeds? I was going to say Portland's not going to be a good team, but they can score. They might be. Yeah. Fun. Like, what if they what if they score for one game? That's it. Just one game. Yeah. That's fine. I think I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna money line Portland and the Pistons. Let's do a round robin. Money line if round robin shows up. Let's it's gonna be interesting. Money line round robin. We'll go with. The Trailblazers at well, I don't know what the price is. Y'all can do that and tell me. But we'll go with the Trailblazers. We'll go with the Wizards, and we'll go with the Pistons. I think okay. we can get two of those three at the very least. Okay, so quickly, Wizards are one seventy, Trailblazers are three twenty, Wizard and uh, the Pistons are three thirty. If you round robin it, uh, does it have the odds available? No, it doesn't. It's not going to tell you like no. the. It's going to be weird, but just know you're going to come up pretty nicely. The free pick right. is about 48 to 1 with no round robin. This is so easy. We're just fate and Tyron Lue as a favorite. Yeah. He's not good. Like he's really, he's really bad as a favorite. And this Clippers team, like, I, I mean, I you see the names, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. What does that really mean? I don't know, because they could actually like maybe only play 30 minutes tonight. Yeah. We saw LeBron play 29 last night, so we'll see what happens. I'm really here. I'm really more of hoping for a backdoor cover here, but yeah. We, I, I would not be surprised if the Portland looked good for one game. I really wouldn't. All right. All right. Maybe the under, but I don't know. Okay, let's get into lock and dog. For my lock. It's a... Or do I, do I just... Oh, do I make Detroit my dog or do I make it my lock? Oh, man, those ATS numbers are, are really hard. to. I do break. see a nine and a half at BetMGM if you, if you want the nine and a half. Okay, I'll take – I'll make Detroit my lock. Give me Detroit at plus nine and a half. Of course, you know, I'm sprinkling on the money line. But plus nine and a half, that's my lock. We just fade Miami as a large road favorite. I mean, as a large home favorite. And for my dog, I'm going to take the Wizards at plus 175 because I don't think this Indiana team should be laying this amount of points against anybody. And Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma, well, Jordan Poole, for one, after watching the, the Warriors lose last night, I just think that he would just go crazy, absolutely go crazy in this game and help lead him to a win. And I think while Washington is going to be bad, they'll keep games close. And I prefer to have a plus 175 in my pocket rather than a minus to whatever you're getting with the Pacers. So, yeah, give me the Wizards plus 175. Over to you. All right, uh, so for my lock, I'm going to go with the Magic, minus three and a half, which I see at Caesars. Most books have four, but I see a three and a half, so I'll take that. I think Houston is going to be a team that's going to take a while to actually get going. I think Houston's going to struggle early on, adjusting to Odoka's accountability, and I do think that a lot of Houston's guys are immature, so I think that's going to be a problem. (laughs) Orlando, I like as a team. I think they're going to be solid. So give me Orlando, minus three and a half as my lock. For my dog, I want... I'm going to go with a dog and a prop, actually. I'll throw in a bonus pick. My prop's going to be Trey Young, nine plus, uh, or nine and a half assists. I'll go with the over at plus 110. I just think it's a good deal. He had 11 assists in each of the last two meetings against the Hornets. And I do think, once again, Charlotte's going to be a bad team. So give me Trey Young over nine and a half assists as my prop at plus 110. For my dog on the side, I think I'm going to have to go with the Spurs. I'll take the Spurs money line. I just have too many questions about Dallas. I don't think kids good coach. They brought in a couple of guys, either rookies or veterans, to help out the front court. Have fun trying to guard Wemby. I'm sure that's going to go well for you. Uh, no, I got to go with the Spurs. And the atmosphere is going to be crazy. I just think that Ooh. it's going to be a great spot for the Spurs to take advantage of a Mavericks team that still has a lot of chemistry issues and still doesn't play much defense. I'll take the Spurs money line. All right. I'll add a prop really quick. Give me Kyrie over points. And okay. Wimby's gonna get the he's gonna get a very, very quick introduction into the fact that Kyrie can score whatever way when he gets to the rim. Like I don't think it matters how big you are or who the heck you are. Kyrie, how uh how something do it in the interview, Kyrie said he can give you one of these, he can give you one of these, he can give you yeah. one of these, like he can he can give you a lot of different ways, man. I can't man, I miss seeing Kyrie. Like if you don't like watching Kyrie Irving hoop, man, I don't know what to tell you, bro. He is he's so fun to watch. By the way, sports right, money line was plus one forty. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it wasn't a baby dog too. I'm proud of you. All right, 
he's at Rational Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. I have to get over to another show. So uh we have 50 people in the stream. I haven't checked the YouTube, so I don't know what the likes look like. It's gotta be 50 likes in there. But appreciate all 50 of you for rocking out with us. Make sure you like the video on your way out. And for everybody that comes through after we finish the stream, make sure you like the video before you go. And for all of the people that are getting us through their ears, make sure you please leave us a five-star rating and review and tap into that uh, that contest, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast just going to end like this. 15 likes and it was 50 people here just now. That's insane. We're out of here. Basketball, get it, get it, get the ball because.